0: He almost died. He said he was going to hell. He couldn't hang on to anything, he said. He was slipping away into hell. And he called God and said, God, give me another chance to live. And God gave him another chance to live.
1: Stai Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ, without reservation on today's program we'll hear more from Mary Lathlin, a Cree elder originally from Oxford House Manitoba Mary shares about how God saved her unfaithful husband and how she found grace to love and care for him till the end we'll also enjoy music from the Johnson family so stay with us we think you'll be encouraged by what you hear
0: when my husband left me that last time he wanted to come back, and then I thought to myself,, uh, "Who am I not to forgive my husband? When God forgave me my, my sins, who am I not to forgive him? Because the word of God says in Ephesians four verse 32, "And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake, had forgiven you." So God forgave me my own sins, so I forgave my husband too. And so after he got sick, I took care of him. First of all, he had heart attacks. When he had a third heart attack, he almost died. He said he was going to hell. He couldn't hang on to anything, he said. He was slipping away into hell. And he called God and said, God, give me another chance to live. And God gave him another chance to live. But then in their uh hospital four different Christian men came to see him for you know it was a miracle. And then he said that he somebody led him to the Lord. But then he forgot his promise to God. When he came back he got better. He went back to his always. But then after a while he says to me Let's go to church. So we started seeking church, four churches. The fourth one we came to, I said to him, let's go to my church. He said, okay. So we went there, Bible study. And then during that evening, we were sitting there and they were praying and Mr. Wake, late Mr. Wake was praying. He had his hand over him. All of us and I felt this wind, but I guess that's the time when my husband gave everything to the Lord. Because he told me after, he said, Oh, he says, uh, just like I took the something off me, heavy, and I felt so light, he said, I felt so tall. He said, that's the time my husband gave everything to the Lord. Anyway, I started taking care of him, and after a while he had a stroke, that same year he had a stroke and I had to take care of him. He was to the hospital and then he came out and I took care of him. I quit my job. I just, I was just starting to work for different schools, but then I had to quit to take care of him because he needed somebody to take care of him. And he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't, he couldn't talk for a, a year, but then he got his speech back. But just before uh, he had a stroke, we start going to church at the Mabels Community Church, and every mo- every Sunday morning, my husband would just dance. He was so happy to go to church. He would just dance and just was getting ready. And then one time, I said to him, being a, a, a being an older Christian than him, I said, "Let's sit down." I said, "Let's talk about us." <laughs> So we sat down, and I said to him, Why don't we forgive each other what we did to each other? Like, meaning, you cheated on me, I cheated on you before I became a Christian, and all the things that you did to me. He said, Yeah, okay. And then I said, Okay. Julius, I forgive you everything that you did to me, you know, all the things bad things you did to me, and you forgive me too. He said, Yes. So we forgave each other. After that, uh, uh, 1991, I think he had a stroke. And he was in a wheelchair for four years. Sometimes it used to be tiring to be there. But he would say to me, go out. It's not fun to stay home when you're sick. Go out and enjoy yourself, he would say to me. And then I would do that. And then I thought one time after, you know, four years and I'm thinking, you know, I said to the Lord in my heart, it's okay, Lord, in my heart, eh? as long as you want me to take care of my husband this way, as long as you want him to live this way, I'm willing to take care of him. It was really funny, not long after that, the Lord took him. He got sick. And then he had a heart attack and he went to the hospital. But he got better again. And I went to visit him. And then uh, it was Christmas. Two days before Christmas, I went to visit him. He was in the ward. And then I said to him, you know, I said, I didn't even do any Christmas shopping yet. And he said to me, why don't you go now? It's 8.30 already. The stores will be closed soon. You go Christmas shopping now, he said. I said, okay, let's pray together first. So we prayed together. And then I said, okay, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Good night. Then I left. First I went shopping, and I was going to buy these shoes for him. And then I thought I'd put them back. I said, no, no. And so then the very next morning, very early, the nurse calls. it. you better come down. There's something's wrong with your husband. So, so as soon as I got ready, I got to the hospital, and he was already gone. The nurse said, sorry, we did everything we could. And then he was only living 15 minutes after this, another heart attack, she said. We tried. So there he was, laying there with a smile on his face.
2: When you're dreading troubled heart, walk on and He will give you rest, walk on, put your faith in what you cannot see, the sufferings of this present time are nothing to compare. To the glory that will be revealed in you, walk on. When you've done your best to raise the children, but they've turned their back on all you've taught them, it's a the sorrow that you feel. Your faith in what you cannot see—the sufferings of this present time—are nothing to compare to the glory that will be. When you get the call from the doctor The tests are in Your days are numbered They tell you they've done all that they can do Walk on Walk on Jesus promises a better day Walk on In what you cannot see He never will forsake you his love will comfort you
0: going to see my late husband again in heaven and then we're going to enjoy the lord together and uh, and i just want to praise the lord for that he gave me that patience and that long suffering and it's not my doing it was all glory to the lord well the lord has been good to me it's really amazing what god has done for me I'm not saying God will do this for you if you do this and if you do that. For one thing, I I recognize that God honors faithfulness. He's done so much for me. He gives me strength. He gives me joy. He gives me peace. He tries my tears when I cry. He just blesses me. I thank Him for everything.
1: What an amazing story. And what a great example of the change that God brings into our lives when we put our trust in Jesus Christ. How about you, my friend? Have you experienced the joy and peace that Mary was talking about? It can only be found when we humble ourselves before God and receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. When we do this, God brings us into His family. Then as we walk with Him our lives begin to change. That's evidence that we're saved. We read in the Bible in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. If you would like a copy of today's program, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota. 56619 that's p.o box 1001 bemidji minnesota 56619 our phone number is 877 766 4648 we're also online at withoutreservation.com. thanks for listening and remember the greatest story took place at the cross For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.